Blog Talk Radio. Why not now? Why not here in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas? My name is Jason Dias, and I am Generation X. And my name is Caitlin Anderson, and I am Generation Next. And together we bring you the only online radio show about all the latest and greatest Christ-centered things happening right here in New Braunfels, Texas. And today on the show, it's one of those unique shows that I am looking forward to, both Caitlin as a host and as somebody that gets to listen to our guest um, our our guest today is someone that I have I've seen a lot over the years at Cross Lutheran Church and School, um, but because of the age differences with our our families, he has some daughters that are a bit older than my son and a bit younger than my son. Don't know him as well as some of the other folks out at the church and school, so I'm looking forward to getting to know Coach Sherrod, who you said you know a little bit because he coached you when you were playing basketball. Yeah, he coached me a little bit um, in my years over at Cross and basketball. It was really fun. Well, I, we do love talking about sports. Um, you and I had the chance to do uh, one of our shows earlier this year. We actually broadcast one of the Lady Eagle Gold basketball games where they beat LifeGate by the slimmest of margins. Um, you've played basketball in the gym at Cross. You know um, it can be get pretty exciting. In fact, the game that you and I broadcast got pretty got pretty close and pretty tense there that night that we were doing it. Yeah, it was really fun and exciting. It was the first game that I had ever, um, I guess, commentated on. I don't know what, I don't know, sports commentator. I'd never done that before. And so it was really, really fun. And it was definitely an interesting and really close game. It was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was sort of the the you know small town rivalry, New Braunfels yeah. Cross versus uh, Seguin Lifegate. Um, but you know, as, as you've heard me talk about many times, this academic year starting last year and continuing into this year. Gosh, gosh, Caitlin, here we are. It's the second of March. Uh, the year is just flying by, and I feel as I go through my last progressions at Cross Lutheran School, finishing out the nine years with my son, Evan. Um, It's like the state tournament, check. Pancake supper, check. And, of course, this coming weekend, we've got PSIA, uh, Private School Interscholastic Association, something else that you know a lot about. But when we get back from the break, uh, we're going to go join Coach Bill Sherrod and talk about his experience coaching the Cross Lady Eagles gold basketball team. Um, You know, coaching Christian athletics is certainly rewarding, but as with all sports, the coach has to deal with Numerous personalities. Um, there were setbacks. Uh, sometimes the parents want to give you advice on how to run the team. There's there's lots of stuff going on uh, in the basketball world during the basketball season. Um, but what I think all of our coaches proved this year is that tough competition and Christian values can actually coexist coexist uh, on the floor. And so we're going to talk to Coach Sherrod, and we'll do it all right after this. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert 
This is Pastor Jeff Marco from the New Braunfels Church of the Nazarene, and you're listening to One City Under God. Hey, Coach Sherrod, how are you, sir? I'm doing good tonight on this uh, cool, blustery February. It is very <laughs> blustery. <laughs> very nice to have you on the show. So much for thank you so much well, for joining it. us. Um, we're I'm um, yeah, having one of those. Six, yeah, well, finally. Really. Studio audience. Apparently, they they have not thought out their hands. We're having one of those nights where I push the button and it sends me into panic because the sounds don't occur right away. Hey, listen, you heard the bump there, Pastor Marco. Um, he actually has a church not far from my house with a full court outdoor basketball court where I first took my son out many, many years ago now uh, before his first year on the blue team and just kind of showed him the basics of dribbling and you can't shoot with two hands and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so we're, we we love talking about sports and basketball on the show. But I want to ask, first of all, first tell us about you, uh, your family, and your basketball experience, both as a player and a coach. Well, you know, I've uh... – been in New Braunfels now since uh, 98. Um, uh, I w- went to school, first of all, over there in San Marcos. I grew up a little in Nebraska. I'll do a little bit of going back here. Uh, yeah, I came down from Nebraska when I was a young man, just starting high school, and um, went to San Marcos there for, with the family and grew up there. And uh, That's where I played basketball, and uh, I played under a guy named uh, Celeste Collier, and he's a really neat guy. Um, it was very challenging. Uh, he's in the actually the Texas State Hall of Fame as a basketball coach. So that was uh, that was my high school coach I played under. Um, and then uh, you know I, I moved here in '98 with my wife uh, Rachel, and uh, we found Cross. We had looked around and we uh, came and found Cross here in town and started going there and hadn't really thought about the uh, school until we started having kids in 2000. And, uh, you know, uh, have two daughters. Both of them attended. My uh, my oldest, her name's Hannah. She's currently at uh, Canyon High School, and she plays on the basketball team there. And then my youngest, Meredith, she is in fifth grade there at Cross. So, uh, yeah. Lived here in New Braunfels since '98 with uh, my family, and been going across at the about the same amount of time. And um, you know, we, we we've loved the experience over there. It's it's been a, a really good one. Um, so it's it's something that uh, it's been really uh, a neat area to be in. So, um, but with my basketball experience, I, I played there in high school. Um, I had some health issues growing up as a, a young man, so uh, physically I wasn't able to take the demands of, of training for basketball, which which was unfortunate because it was my passion. That's what what I did when I was uh, in high school, and I think that's the reason that I actually uh, kept my grades up. Uh, it was one of those things that uh, it was my motivating factor. So I've always enjoyed the game and didn't quite have the body to do it, but the, the mind was willing and uh, so I've enjoyed it and, and followed it and learned from it ever since. 
uh, played a lot of pickup games. We used to go uh, when I went to college over at Paris Junior College. Used to play with some of the guys over there that were on the team and and play pickup games in the gym. And and anytime I was in San Marcos, we'd go up to uh, the uh, the courts up there at this college and uh, jump in and play with the guys up there. So I always found a way to have a basketball in my hand. So it's been a fun thing for me. Well, I have played basketball for cross, and I know that it's taken that sport is taken very seriously across Lutheran. It's probably the sport that um, the kids are most developing. They they have the best program um, for basketball there compared to their other sports. Um, so tell us a little bit about you as a coach, your coaching style, and your philosophy at Cross. Well, you know, I, I've been there. I've coached there about four years now, uh, a little more, uh, kind of helping out as an assistant coach, and then worked my way up to head coach. And Kevin kind of turned the reins over to me and. And the, I think the first and foremost thing I was interested in, in developing is uh, fundamental basketball. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I think is is a lot of kids do is go play games, but uh, I think some of the shortfalls uh, come in developing just basic fundamentals as far as uh, how to play the game, you know, just general skills, uh, dribbling, uh, bat, uh, passing, blocking out, um, and I also, I'm a, a firm believer in a, a man-to-man concept defensively. Um, I really think that the kids uh, moving in a man-to-man and understanding how to guard an individual is uh, a really um, something that's very important as far as my defensive style goes. Um, I think a lot of times uh, coaches go to a zone uh, to try to cover up weaknesses they have with, with kiddos that aren't physically as gifted or don't quite understand the game, but that I, I feel like zone defenses have a tendency to teach kids how to stand. And basketball mm. is such a game of movement, uh, you know, where, where you need to be on the floor moving constantly that uh, I think that uh, zones kind of stagnate uh, as far as defense goes. So wow, I think that's that, one I... of my defensive philosophy. <laughs> I totally agree with you, by the way, and uh, it's something that I really enjoyed watching uh, with the way the girls played this year. Speaking of the team, you've got a dozen or so young ladies on your team. You coach the yeah. Gold Girls team. Um, they all have parents uh, who come out to the games and want to yeah. see their kids play. Uh, I know sometimes it's challenging because the parents come to you. We're a, we're a small, tight church family and school family. You know a lot of the kids, uh, and you know their parents. You've known them for a long time. Sometimes the parents will come to you and, and say, hey, my kid needs to play more, or why isn't my kid getting more time on the floor? I've always been interested in this because I've never, ever coached sports. Uh, what are some? Tell us about some of the challenges of dealing with the pressures you sometimes get You sometimes get from the parents and families. Well, yeah. And I've been really blessed. I, I think that the, the parents are, have been really good. Uh, I, I haven't gotten too much pressure. We get it from time to time. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that, that's part of the game. You know, you're, you want your child to be involved, and, and you're you're looking for your, your kid to get the most out of the experience. And, uh, you know, I, I'm. It's, it's kind of a hard balance, honestly, uh, with the uh, team versus the individual. So uh, once we get up to the gold team, I feel like it's a little more of a competitive situation. And um, I am I am focused on trying to uh, be in games competitively, 
Uh, and then you also have to balance that with playing time for the kids that maybe aren't quite there yet for the uh, against the uh, competition they're playing. So uh, it, it is a difficult balance. Um, but I think the main thing is, you know, trying to find spots where those kids can succeed on the floor, uh, watching substitutions for the other teams, uh, you know, watching, keeping an eye on the score. So when there's an opportunity to get the kids in there, and uh, be in the game situation and, you know, take advantage of it, especially for the kids that, uh, you know, maybe their skills aren't quite up to par yet. Um, I think basketball game situations are, you you have to, you develop much more quickly, I think, in those type situations than you do a practice. There's a lot more pressure. It's uh, a lot different pace. So uh, I I try to make sure that I can put those kids in in when they can succeed instead of getting blown out or knocked down. So, but it is a difficult balance. You're all right. And, you know, there's sometimes you're just going to be at odds with parents on those kind of situations. Well, speaking of balance, it's definitely easier said than done whenever you tell kids that it's not about winning. It's about having fun and glorifying God and um, just, you know, using the talents that God gave us. So how do you balance the need to glorify God and be good sports and um, grow spiritually and grow character um, with also some some of the pressure of uh, winning and focusing on playing your best? Well, I, I think it's more of a, of you know, when we're doing things, we're supposed to glorify God and we're supposed to do things to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. Now, our ability might not be the, the same as somebody else. They may have a different gift than we do, or they may be able to do more than we can. But I think our the key is if you're out there and you're doing your best and you're being honest with with your effort, then that's that's where I think you you can you can succeed in that way. I think if you're making the effort and you're doing all you can, and we still end up short on the scoreboard. That's not necessarily a loss. It may, and maybe we didn't score as many points as the other team, but but you're not losing if you're making the effort. And sometimes being in those situations where you're getting beat by another team and and you're frustrated, or the team is is you know being inappropriate, or you're getting bounced mm-hmm. around and pushed around, I think it's a good challenge of of your character to um, you know not retaliate and to forgive that kind of situation and look past it and be focused on what you're doing. I'll tell you what, that is a great segue into my next question. When I found out that y'all were going to play St. Monica's, I told everybody I could, oh, by the way, that's my home church when I was a kid in Converse, Texas, St. Monica's. This is going to be a lot of fun. As it turned out, that was kind of a famous game this season down at St. Monica's. Um, Things got a little bit rough, got a little bit chippy, and – I was curious what your what your thoughts and your memories were about that game. Tell us a bit about that game down in Converse. Well, you know, it, it is one of those things where, you, you know, you are going to get teams that you play that are going to be, uh, well, I've heard it called gaining a competitive advantage. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I talk with the girls extensively about this because one of the things um, I remember growing up is, and playing basketball is, is there's going to be games when you're going to get slapped and beat and pushed, and and you have a choice to to focus on what you're doing playing that game or focus on what's happening to you while you're playing the game, 
And I think sometimes when you lose focus and you focus on what's not being called or being pushed or being um, moved around or they're slapping at the ball, you're not focusing on the game anymore. Um, it, 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 sometimes we get in those kind of games, and what I try to do is, you know, I'll, I'll talk to the referee. I'll see if I can't get in their ear a little bit. And, and you know, because we want the kids to be safe, and sometimes those situations can get – uh, where they're getting to be unsafe or unruly, and you're hoping that the referees will keep it under control. But, uh, you know, there again, I, that's that's one of those uh, situations where I think the girls, where I try to work with them on their character and say, hey, it's not going to be fair and not everybody makes good choices. And sometimes in competition you get heated and you need to let that kind of stuff go and you need to focus on playing the game and overlook those things where you might think they're unfair or wrong and uh, and walk away from it. That's always a good choice is to walk away. Well, these are some really great big life lessons that mm-hmm. um, are being played out and learned in these really small situational game settings. I, I just love it. I love the lessons that kids can learn um, and the character that kids can gain from sports. And all in all, the Gold Girls had a really great season what will be some of your favorite memories from this season and this team? Well, that's that's kind of a tough thing because you, you you pick out little moments in each game where you see uh, see good things happening and and there's you know like uh, for Morgan Dirks, I think the last mm. game uh, yep. get, uh, the season for her she had scored 24 points she made almost all her free throws I, I left her in that uh, fifth place game in the state tournament. And she was just she was just everywhere, and she was making everything. And so, for her to to have go out having that kind of a moment, I think is is great for her. Um, having Bailey back at the end of the season, one of our post player Bailey Grapwall, who uh, was going to be a big part of the team this year, she actually broke an ankle on the first game in the first couple of minutes, and that was disappointing. But to get her back. And I think my moment with her was was at the Calsa tournament where she played so well uh, against some of the big post players and in the championship uh, games that we played there. She was an integral part of that. Um, Anna Grund, uh, I just, I love her hustle whenever she's on the floor. She's just (laughs) always getting after it. I mean, she's just, she's out there 110% all the time motor running. Uh, with Ashton, when we played in the, uh, I think it was the quarterfinals, when we pulled the Division One team, uh, you know, and had to play them, uh, she had some moments there where she brought us back into the game. She got us within two points, um, you know, of, of the team we were playing there. And uh, and, and she, she's been a big part of our team, and I think that was my favorite moment for for her. And Caitlin, uh we our other Caitlin there. Uh, she is. Um, oh, I have to think about that because she's such a good defender. Um, and when she gets away on a layup, I, I'm, I'm hoping it goes in. But <laughs> yeah. she's going so fast up the floor. She's going that full ball steam. Hits the backboard so hard. Yep. Yeah, it's it's going as fast as she is, and she doesn't know how to slow down. It's just kind of she's got that motor too. And uh, I think Audrey had a great she's actually got some scores in uh, in the uh, championship uh, or in yep. the uh, tournament, the state yep. tournament as well in that last game. Yep. She had an opportunity there. And um, and then uh, 
who else am I forgetting here? I, I, well, you know, I've got all these moments from these kids, <laughs> and it's just. It's, it's, it's impossible. So yeah, I know. It, There's so many of them. There's so yeah. many of them. I gotta tell you. I gotta well, tell you. I'm, the, yeah. My my favorite moment, and and I and I told and I mentioned this at the parent game the other night. You know, uh, being the in-game DJ, if you will, uh, I have the best seat in the house. I'm sitting right there on the end of the be- on the end of the table, uh, right there by the huddle where our home team is generally going to be. Uh, and I thought I some, some saw some of the best coaching this year that I've seen in the five years that I've been doing um, that activity out at the fellowship center. But my favorite memory, um, and and you kind of said the championship, it felt like a championship game, um, that fifth place game, where they kind of did the brackets a little differently this year up in Tomball. Um, It didn't feel like a fifth place game. It felt like a much higher seated game. It felt like a big championship game for us. But my favorite memory, I was walking in um, with some of the parents from the other team. And of course their team had a big girl, on their team and everyone was kind of worried about her and some of the parents from the other team, I forgot who the team we played was. They, they were looking at our team and kind of like, Oh, we got this, that this is not going to be a problem. And I just remember thinking to myself, just wait, because the smallest kid on our team is going to make you think she's the biggest kid on the floor. And of course, Morgan Dirks, who I have just enjoyed watching these past few years went crazy and scored all those points. Um, and I thought that was such a great, great way to end a great, great year by the Gold Lady Eagles basketball team. Coach, it was an absolute pleasure to watch you coach those young ladies and uh, be such a great Christian coach and a Christian witness to them all year. You were with us in open gym all summer. You never passed on an opportunity to tell anybody, regardless of whose team they were going to be on, um, even from other schools, even kids that you didn't know. You were always in there giving them some useful tips about how to improve their game, and I think that coaching gene is just part of your DNA, uh, and it was a real pleasure watching you uh, and the Lady Eagles this season, and I want to thank you on behalf of Caitlin Anderson and myself. I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your your evening tonight to talk to us. Thank you. Congratulations on a great season. Well, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was really great to talk to you guys. All right. Coach Bill Sherrod, everybody. Great, great talk. God bless you. Caitlin, I'll wrap it up right after this. Right after this. Anyway. This is Pastor Don Fraker of Cross Lutheran Church and School, and you're listening to one city under God. Hello, my name is Regret. I'm pretty sure we have met every single day of your life. Caitlin knows how much I love it when I push the button and nothing happens. That's one of my favorite things on the radio show, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's your favorite. You just get a heart attack and your blood stops pumping. And it, it's awesome. You love it. Oh, and it's soon as I decide to say something, instead of listening to the silence, the, the bump always kicks in just like it did. Hey, our, our thanks to Coach Bill Sherrod. Um, it really was. Uh, like I said, uh, maybe in the pre-show or in the beginning, I'm really, I'm really beginning to accept the beginning of the end in, in this nine-year journey 
at Cross Lutheran Church and School. Um, I have enjoyed everything, the parade, the Christmas program, the Veterans Day program, all of the volleyball and basketball games. And, of course, um, this past Friday, another check mark, and, of course, the state tournament that you heard the coach talking about, and, and this past Friday, uh, check mark on the pancake supper. It was so great to see you and your mom and your dad and Carter, so many alumni come back for that event. Um, you've been back many years now. Uh, I hope you had a great time on Friday night. It was great to see you and your family. Yeah, the Pancake Supper is always a really, really great time, um, getting to see everyone and have really great fellowship and catch up with all my old teachers and classmates. So I was definitely happy that I could make it. Well, another thing that's uh, getting checked off this coming weekend is the PSIA competition. Uh, that is how you and I met, by the way. Uh, you were mm-hmm. on the pros team way back when. And, um, of course, that's coming up this Saturday. Our district competition is this Saturday over at Cross Lutheran. Um, I was at Cross two times this morning and this afternoon after school working with the pros team. Caitlin, you've been there. You've qualified for state. You know just how serious the kids take this competition. Everybody wants to get to state, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's definitely a really, really important meet for them. So I'm really excited that I can come out um, and help coach them this Friday. And right after um, I'm done coaching the PSIA kids, I'm going to head right down the street to my home church, Christ Presbyterian, because we have our 2015 Women of Purpose Conference. Now, my church is hosting this conference, so there will be ladies from all over the area, from all different churches, um, and the theme is Theological Fitness, Holding Fast to our to the Confession of Our Hope, and the speaker is wonderful. Her name is Amy Bird. It's this March 6th and 7th, so this Friday and Saturday. It's only $40, which includes all your meals, and it goes from 6 p.m. on Friday, and then it ends at about 3 on Saturday. So I'm doing that with my mom this weekend, and it's definitely going to be a really good time of spiritual growth and fellowship with my mom um, and fellowship with all the other ladies in my church and also in the community. So you can sign up on my church's website, which is Christ Presbyterian, and the website is ChristPresNB.org. So go ahead and go sign up for it. It's going to be a really, really great opportunity for all of the women in our community. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. That is, like I said, um, in this chronology of winding things down, we were at the Parent Games last Thursday, which – Caitlin, for the first time in five years, I did not score at the parent games. Even though I promised the Gold Boys team I would score at least 12 points. They shut me down. They were fouling me left and right, um, but I did not (laughs) score. And as you can imagine, um, the parents were thoroughly uh, beaten down and outclassed by the the Cross Lutheran Gold Boys team. Um, But uh, I think that's great um, that you're doing that. But that is one of my things, one of my – I was at that parent event, and one of the parents asked me, Jason, what are you going to do when all this is over? Because you're up here all the time doing so many things. And I jokingly said, I've got a plan. I've got a list of things that I'm going to do. And uh, those types of things, Caitlin, not not that particular one because it's for women, but um, theological retreats and maybe some mission trips and some other things. I really do have a life after cross plan uh, that I'm looking forward to. Uh, but folks, if you're looking for something good, I've, I've been to Caitlin's Church, a great, great Bible-based church. 
No gimmicks. It's the gospel. You're good, godly people. I saw a bunch of your buddies uh, on Saturday. Um, and Therese Hill put on one of the best PSAA competitions for another district that I've ever seen. Miss Culpepper was there helping out all day. Um, it is so great to be part of this Christian family. And so, folks, if you're looking for something really, really uh, rewarding to do, um, check out Caitlin's Church, Christ Presbyterian, and the retreat this weekend. Hey, listen, Caitlin, we're, believe it or not, uh, the 30 minutes just flies by every Monday. Um, if you have any other big plans for the week, let us know. If not, why don't you go ahead and get us on out of here? No, I am booked every single day this week, but I will not bore y'all with the monotonous doings of my life. Instead, I will wish you all a wonderful, wonderful week. Please stay strong in the Lord and um, hold fast to the faith. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. From Jason Dice and I, have a great evening. One City. 